0: welcome to the driven real estate podcast by remax hallmark where we interview top performing realtors listen to their ideas strategies and advice so we can raise the bar and make your story a success story here's your host john der perez
1: hey everybody this is john der perez thank you for tuning in to the driven real estate podcast by remax hallmark today i'm joined by barbara brindle as she hosts this episode of the podcast Barbara interviews today's guest, who shares with us the way he was able to make his transition into real estate an easier journey. He explains to us how he adds a personal touch with every person he meets, and the two challenges he faced when he first started, and how he overcame them. He is a recipient of the RE-MAX 100% Club Award and Platinum Club Award, and has attained the RE-MAX Hall of Fame Award. Let's listen to Barbara Brindle, and let's welcome Robert Archambault.
0: Robert, what's your secret to success?
1: Hi, Barb. So um, my secret to success, I believe, is relationships. I believe it's relationship building, and so it's a long-term game. And, um, and I'm fortunate that uh, I've sought out things in life that bring me pleasure, like playing hockey. And enjoying the outdoors with people and um, and being part of a networking group and so those things in return have not only um, filled up my personal life but also brought me business
0: great yeah I like that Mm -hmm. and tell us how did you get started in real estate
1: so I got started in real estate I was running a painting business for several years after university and um, in 2002 went through like a major life change and um, segued out of painting and into real estate so it was something because I was given the keys to people's homes and they trusted me and they paid me and I was working in and around Toronto uh, and I was exposed to the real estate business I was like oh this is something I can do and initially at the time I wasn't thinking from a sales point of view I was thinking I'm gonna work, I'm going to get homes, get investors, we're going to make them better, and we're going to sell them. And then when I got my license and started practicing in real estate, um, it was 100% sales versus the
0: investment side. And what was your biggest challenge starting out, and how did you overcome that?
1: Right. So I think the biggest challenge for a lot of us starting out is lacking the confidence, and the competence at this industry. So, um, so you know, we're we're trying to su- succeed at something where we haven't put in the time yet to be good at it. Um, and we haven't taken the training yet. You've taken the training, you've got your license, great, but how do you compare against the other agents who are going in and pitching listings? And you can't. So you gotta put in the time, but you also have to take the training. So um, to answer the question, Uh, what I overcame was, I think it was two things. One, I didn't have a lot of stress to make money when I first started out in the business, unlike a lot of agents, where um, I was running a part-time painting business, and I was phasing it out, but I had painters out there painting homes while I was making money, and they were making money, and I was able to get, get into real estate easily. So when I was meeting people... There wasn't this desperation involved. Mm. So I was just kind of like, okay, oh, I did a sale. I made some money. Great. Oh, a house got painted. Great. I got some money. And I was able to, you know, get into the business gradually, learn, be better at, you know, uh, representing buyers and sellers. But at the same time, I didn't have that, I think, desperate, um, the level of desperation that maybe helps an agent be that much more motivated. You know, what does it make like to, if that makes sense. That's interesting. Cause yeah. one of the
0: things that, that I look at when I'm interviewing new yeah. agents is, are they coming from desperation yeah. or inspiration? And right. sometimes like either one is okay yeah. in the right context. So, yeah. so that's interesting that you didn't have the desperation, but you must have had the inspiration.
1: I had a hundred percent inspiration. Right. It was a major lifestyle change. Um, and, uh, that involved basically going out less and partying less and uh, embracing a new way of life. And with that also, even though I was good at running a painting business, I just wanted to change it up and I thought I would get a real estate. So hence, that's where I got into that. And, but yeah, overcame the, I don't think I've ever been desperate in the business though. Like I enjoy being around people. I enjoy what I do. Uh, I enjoy doing it well. And so it's just coming. It's just coming, and I yeah.
0: And how did you build your business to the point where you're at today? Right. You do very well. Yeah. You have. I see you. Yeah. You have a great life. Yeah. You have a lot of balance. Like mm-hmm.
1: how? So I, um, I was very fortunate. Uh, I think well, in coming to Remax, I guess I got my license in 2004, and in 2007, when I became more full time and painting really did. Uh, take a backseat and was phased out, I joined Remax. Um, one of the first things that I did was um, took 100 Days to Greatness, Brian Buffini's course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then shortly after that, I was introduced to a networking group. So BNI, Business Networking International, is, is the group that I belong to for 10 years. And I had to compete against 16 other agents for one spot to get into this group because it's a referral business. It's a referral networking group and they only allow one profession, one person per profession. So they only have one real estate agent in the group. Um, So a bit of luck was coming from this 100 days to greatness. and. And the reality was when I went and met with this group of people, which was maybe 20 people, and there's other real estate agents in the room, et cetera, who are meeting them and talking about why they'd be good for the group. Um, One of the things that I did that set me apart from the other agents was I wrote everyone a handwritten letter after meeting them to say, hey, it was great meeting you. I'm excited about helping you grow your business and providing great service and growing my business as well. So... Um, the 100 Days to Greatness, that little tip of handwriting notes, and then just luck and chance being in this uh, networking organization that's been really helpful in growing where I am today. So, a lot of my business every year comes from that. Mm-hmm. And I've been in, I just keep meeting new people, um, building relationships with people that I met 10 years ago, and then there's new ones that come along and I get business from it. And so, that's really pushed me into this place where. Yeah. Um, I was chatting earlier with Jonder about not looking for the latest... What's the latest way to get business? What's the new app? I don't care about it. I care about relationships. I'm building relationships and all will be well in the end.
0: That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And what keeps you motivated to perform at a high level every day? Mm-hmm.
1: So thinking about that question, I think I've got two answers. One, this past year... Uh, was quite the year. 2017 was quite the year. And so I'm going to be honest with myself right now and say I need to get remotivated because there were things, the occurrences in the market and personal life that happened last year that took some wind out of my sails. And so, recognizing that I need to pick it up, I need to get some more wind in my sales because this is a demanding business, and so I need to attend some motivational things, some events, some speaker events, something that uh, retunes me, like the beginning of the year, let's get jazzed up again. I had a few deals go sideways last year, clients who became greedy at the end and wanted out and then didn't end up selling, and so you put in the time, you put in the work, and at the end, there was no, there was disappointment. And it impacted me. And I didn't really think about it so much while I was going through it, but towards the end of the year, I was just dogging it. So coming into this year, I'm like, all right, got to do some stuff. i got to do some stuff to get me out of the 2017 hangover, the funk that was there. So I'm going to be embracing some goal settings and, and find some new Buffini kind of stuff to, to regener- uh, uh, re-energize. Um, and the other thing that I do is I continue to do things that I love so like today for example it's just it's early afternoon in an hour i'm going to be at north Carolina arena playing game hockey with a couple guys i know and many guys i don't know so i love playing hockey and it's the opportunity at the same time to re- to connect with some new people and so um that fishing like these other things that i enjoy doing in my life that i will continue to seek out and that provides a little bit of balance um And happiness so that I'm motivated to get up the next day and do it all over again. Um, Yeah.
0: So just to circle back a tiny bit. Yeah. um, To go back to your comments around when we get into a funk, because Mm -hmm. we all do. Sure. And how we need to do something differently to get ourselves back on track and re-energized and re-motivated. I just want to elaborate. Maybe you could sure. elaborate for us a little bit around the environment that we need to put ourselves in, in order to achieve that right. because environment matters, yeah. you know, yeah. um, how, how does that work for you? What, what will you be plugging into that is available to you?
1: Yeah. So I, um, so what I'm going to be doing is speaking with you, Barb, oh. uh, more so in the coming weeks on what I can do yes. to in, you know, based on your experience. So I'm going to tap into your experiences and gain some strength and some hope on what's worked for you and, and uh, to move this year forward. Um, and at the same time, um, I know when we are hit with things in life that can take us back a bit, um, for me anyways, I can isolate. I can close down, I can shut down, I can go to look food and TV and things that aren't going to produce any happiness, mm-hmm. but it just kind of numbs me out. And, um, so what I found more so in the, f- since really the last quarter of 2017 and this first month is I've reconnected with some pretty fabulous circles of people that I've traveled with before and just reconnected with them and they're giving me lots of joy. And, um, and you know, it's a glass half full group where we're looking for solutions and we're, uh, we're enjoying each other's company and meeting for coffee or lunch or stuff. And it's just so it's reconnecting with people. And it's this really fantastic circle that kind of like, you know, you're getting something from them and you're giving something to them. And it just keeps continuing, continuing. And so I think reconnecting with what's worked in the past, getting out of isolating patterns um, and embracing some new um, motivational teachings, um, mm. you know inspirational stuff, where you hear a great story and you're like, "Oh my God, look what that individual did, Look what they overcame. I can do this, and mm. so you do it for another day for another month for another year
0: that's fabulous that's that's really great because i I do see that. As a group we we do our best to share stories Mm -hmm. as a company Mm -hmm. and um, our culture really promotes that and I think those are ways that we can tap into inspiring ourselves Mm -hmm. by being allowing ourselves to be inspired by others Mm -hmm. that's very good so Robert just to finish up here Some of our listeners are brand new into the business. They're Mm -hmm. new in real estate. Uh, We have other realtors that are coming through 2017 that may have had a frustrating year. And then we have others that have had a phenomenal year. Mm -hmm. So in speaking to all of those groups, what would your advice be uh, to other realtors to really bring it home in 2018?
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so for newer realtors, Learn, learn the trade. Learn, you know, get to as many seminars as you can. Get in front of people. Um, Remax uh, and Hallmark specifically offers so much training. Um, so I think you need to get good at what you're doing, um, and with regards to knowing what you're talking about in your business, and then with regards to being successful in promoting your business and attracting your business, uh, get in front of people, meet people in groups that you want to have fun with or that you want to be involved with. Um, I think certainly today it's really easy to get stuck behind a screen and say, you know, how am I going to grow my business? But um, And yeah, you can certainly do that. Databases are important. There's certain things that you've got to do behind screens or on a keyboard that's going to help grow your business and be successful. But at the same time, I think you got to get out and meet people. So um, at any opportunity that you have, uh, new agents or older agents, get involved in your community, get involved in your, um, your village, your circle, whatever it is, and, um, and give. And give. Give your time. Give yeah, I just think that that long-term will help you. Um, this is a long game. So, yeah, we can have goals annually, but some years are going to be great and surprise us. And other years, we're going to deal with um, events in the market or in our life. And it's not going to be a great business year. But um, we got to keep on keeping on, um, and so yeah. And I think finally, I, I, I guess for me, I'm and to pass advice to other realtors, like if you're getting up in the morning and you hate your day, or or you're like you're not like oh I get to do this today, then change something, add something to your day that you like doing. Um, And for me, once again, I mentioned hockey, or I mentioned like these things are, it's like, I don't want to say it's like Christmas morning, but on Monday mornings, I start my week off with a game of hockey with a great group of guys, and then we have breakfast. So that's my first networking that I do. And it's hockey and fun. And then on Thursday mornings at 7 a.m., I play with another group of guys. And so there's two things in the course of my week that provide me with physical, mental, spiritual well-being, and at the same time, I'm connecting with people. So anyways, I've kind of gone on, off uh, on a tangent on there. But my advice is do what you like. Like if you're in, for me to be just in this business to make money isn't enough. Because at the end of the day, I don't know. for me personally, speaking for myself, yeah, making money is important. But you should be having some fun through the course of it. And I know in the earlier months and years, it's stressful. Um, but have some fun. Do something that makes you laugh. You
0: know? I speak to a lot of agents oh, yeah. Yeah. and one of the challenges that that some of them have is converting uh, a social event mm-hmm. to a real estate conversation without sounding cheesy mm-hmm. Any tips on how you do that uh, You do it very very well yeah. I'm just wondering if you ever if you started mm-hmm. somewhere and then massaged and, and learned something uh, distinction that you could share with us
1: yeah. I think when I first started the business, I was. Uh, I think I heard it um, uh, once from a, a colleague in the business about not being a secret agent. And I, I didn't want to offend people and I didn't want to bother people. So, and at the same time, I also didn't want to be the in your face agent that no one wanted to be around because that's all you were talking around. So um, I certainly became good at just like, oh, by you know, dropping something in you know, the conversation or something that at least let people know, Hey, oh, that's what you do. As opposed to like, I didn't know you do that. So it kind of changed that. So obviously when I meet a new group of people, I'm not going out saying, what do you do? Hoping they'll ask me what I do. It comes up. Um, And then, yeah, so it's converting. It's funny because now I'm usually like, I think of the circles that I travel with and they know what I do, but I'm not talking with them about it like they bring it up to me now mm. so I'm not like so have you got any buyers or sellers or you know anybody who's thinking I never ask that question anymore I never do and maybe I should but they just know like they're coming to me they're like hey what's going on with the market what's the and the different circles that I travel with know that now because I have planted it but I haven't tried to um, market it so much into like let's get them all talking about what I do and and I know it's important not to be a, a Uh, secret agent you get get, people have to know what you do so wear a pin talk about it a little bit plant a seed something but i I don't want to say be subtle about it that's just my style some people are like in your face and that works for them i guess i just don't want to be that person (laughs) thank you so much what a pleasure thank you very much it's always a pleasure speaking we'll talk soon yeah absolutely
0: thank you for listening to the driven real estate podcast To listen to more success stories, visit our website at hallmarkdriven.com.